You're listening to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast for women who are ready to discover just how easy it can be to regain control of their health and wellness. Here's your host, Christina Ettore. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. Today we are going to be looking at what drives behaviours like binge eating, emotional eating and food addiction. We are going to look at some of the potential physical issues that can cause these problems, the mental and emotional issues that can cause these problems and what steps to take to resolve these unwanted behaviours. Our body is designed to maintain a healthy weight. Multiple studies prove that when someone is overfed, they will gain some weight and within a short amount of time, their body will correct the metabolism and the appetite so that the gain can be lost. It's the same with undereating. If someone deliberately undereats and begins to lose too much weight, Within a short amount of time, the body will make adjustments to the metabolism and the hunger signals so the body can be brought back into balance. So why does the body do this? Well, there are a number of complications that can occur when the body is either underweight or overweight, including things like chronic inflammation, impaired immunity, increased risk of chronic disease and increased risk of infection. So when we take all of this information into account, it suggests that when there is a long-term weight issue, we are dealing with more than just eating too many calories. There is something going on at a deeper level that's preventing the body from bringing itself back into balance. Binge eating, emotional eating and food addiction are some of the potential deeper issues that can prevent healthy weight maintenance. And some symptoms of these problems include experiencing uncontrollable food cravings, eating in secret or hiding food from your family or friends, eating when stressed or in response to certain emotions like anger, stress or sadness or even eating in response to positive emotions like happiness or excitement. Other signs include struggling to lose weight due to a strong desire to eat even when you're not hungry, random yet persistent food cravings, thinking about food when you're full and continuing to eat beyond your capacity to digest. So eating to the point where you experience painful bloating, reflux, a stomachache, or other uncomfortable physical symptoms. Emotional eating is usually the first to develop, and if left untreated, it can progress into other issues like compulsive eating, binge eating, and food addiction. Some early signs of emotional eating include using food for comfort or as a reward, giving meaning to food or attaching certain feelings to food instead of seeing food for what it is, which is fuel. 
Now, there are a number of issues that can lead to these behaviors. And I want to start with the potential physical issues that can lead to these problems, because a lot of people automatically think that they need counseling or hypnotherapy to resolve problems like binge eating or food addiction. And oftentimes they do. But we must also consider the physical factors. So the number one physical issue that I see in clinic that leads to overeating or binge eating is low stomach acid. This can happen organically or it can be due to prolonged use of acid lowering medications. When stomach acid is too low, the body is not able to break down and absorb nutrients effectively. This leads to nutrient deficiencies, but also causes the bacteria in the digestive system to continue to send out hunger signals because adequate nutrients have not been received. A lack of essential nutrients can also lead to lowered energy levels or to a lack of serotonin and dopamine being produced, which may lead to a strong desire to consume those feel-good foods like chocolate or chips or whatever else you really love because the body is looking for that dopamine hit or the person doing the behavior is looking for something to make them feel good. Addictive behaviors are often the body's attempt to regulate the nervous system. When we engage in addictive behaviors, food addiction included, the nervous system is primarily what drives this behavior because it's looking for a way to soothe itself. So on a physical level, when working with these behaviors, I often look at prescribing soothing herbs for the nervous system and other additional nutrients, which we use alongside any mental or emotional work that we do. Now, the question is, what would cause the nervous system to seek these soothing behaviors? Well, stress is the number one cause. Quite often when we think of stress, we think of deadlines or exams or stress that might arise from family disagreements or confrontations. But stress is so much more than that. As humans, we are really good at adapting to stress. So we may be able to function and carry on with our daily activities, but the body still feels the stress at a cellular level. And I will talk more about the physical impacts that stress has on our body in a future episode. If you have experienced trauma early on in life and sometimes prolonged trauma later on in life, this experience can cause the mind to dissociate. And this is a protective mechanism that allows us to then experience the trauma differently. Quite often when I speak to people about trauma, they will tell me that they've never experienced trauma. Because many people think trauma only occurs if you've been abused or if you've experienced a significant, shocking, life-changing event. But that's not entirely true. For some people, trauma could look like moving house or moving schools. 
Trauma could be hearing your parents fighting as a child. It could be bullying. It could be getting lost in a supermarket, having a car accident, or even having a surgery. In fact, surgery is a major mental, emotional, and physical trauma that is often overlooked as a potential cause of emotional eating or binge eating because surgery is performed in a planned, safe, and trusted environment. But I've seen many clients whose weight issues and problems with food can be directly linked to a surgery. Other examples of trauma include a divorce or losing your job, losing a loved one, hearing bad news, or being diagnosed with a serious illness. And the list goes on. And it's not up to me or anyone else to judge someone else's trauma. We don't compare trauma. Because some people will live through some really awful experiences. But that doesn't minimise the way someone else's body or mind reacts to their own trauma. Even if it is as normal or insignificant, and I'm saying that in little air quotes, as moving house or moving schools. Unresolved traumatic experiences can lead to chronic elevated levels of stress within the body. It can cause the body and the nervous system to live in a constant state of flight or fight. And this is an unconscious protective mechanism that the body puts into place to try and keep you safe. And so this is one of the reasons why many people say they've been experiencing anxiety or panic attacks ever since X. So ever since their car accident or ever since they lost their job, for example. And it's important to know that chronic stress has an impact on the body even if you don't feel it on a mental or emotional level. When we live in this constant state of mental, emotional or physical stress, the body requires extra nutrients to cope with the conditions. So chronic stress increases your body's need for magnesium, B vitamins, sodium, potassium and many more. The hair tissue mineral analysis is a non-invasive test that I like to use because it helps us to uncover exactly what minerals are in higher demand so we can prescribe precisely on what your body needs. We can also prescribe key herbs and nutrients to support the nervous system and energy production and also things like serotonin and dopamine production. And we can make sure all of your nutritional requirements are being met so that the body doesn't send those signals to overeat. And we can make sure that you're eating in a way that supports healthy blood sugar balance throughout the day because any drops in blood sugar levels can also trigger an uncontrollable binge. Now, from a mental and emotional perspective, there is a lot we can do too. And treatment will vary depending on the cause of the behavior and how the behavior manifests in day-to-day life. So I'm not going to explain all of the potential protocols, but I am going to cover a couple of common strategies that I use quite frequently with success. The number one strategy I use to help clients overcome emotional eating and binge eating is hypnosis. 
Hypnosis helps in a number of different ways. And I talk a lot more about how hypnosis can help weight loss in episode four. But the way that I like to use hypnosis for these issues is to help reduce overall stress and improve tolerance to stress, which in turn allows the client to have more control over their behaviors. We can also work with the unconscious mind to provide it with new options, new ways to help. So if you are tempted to overeat or to binge when you're feeling stressed, it can be because your unconscious mind is trying to help and it knows that certain foods soothe you and they make you feel good. So what we can do is we can provide your unconscious mind with new healthy options that also work to soothe and relieve stress. It's important to deliver these options directly to your unconscious mind when you're in that trance state. And it's important to speak directly with the unconscious mind because the unconscious is what controls up to 95% of your body processes, including things like hunger and cravings. So if we just speak to that conscious mind, we are only working with 5% of you. One of my favorite techniques to use for food addiction and emotional eating is timeline therapy. Timeline therapy works to help you resolve the root cause of major negative emotions. For example, a lot of people eat emotionally when they are angry or frustrated or sad. This is often followed by a feeling of guilt or shame, which can then lead to more eating and binging. And so what timeline therapy does is it helps you to remove that feeling of anger or frustration, sadness, guilt, or whatever it is that is driving you to eat. Negative emotions are stored in our body. And if we have lots of unresolved emotions in there, emotions that we keep pushing down instead of resolving, this causes our body and nervous system stress and can contribute to these unwanted behaviors. Timeline therapy is also a really effective way to heal unresolved trauma. And sometimes when I speak to people about trauma, they express that their past trauma is no longer an issue for them because it either happened a really long time ago or they've forgotten the details. So that must mean that they're over it now. But the body doesn't forget and timeline therapy can help the body to resolve what it's storing. If unresolved trauma or negative emotions are contributing to binge eating or emotional eating, once resolved, you will have much more control over these behaviors. So everything I have discussed today supports why I believe it is so important to take a holistic approach to weight loss and for whatever the issues or behaviors are that are contributing to the weight gain. As you know now, even with behaviors like food addiction or emotional eating, there is so much we can do from a holistic perspective. And so that means we need to take the mental, emotional and physical factors into account. This is an area that I'm extremely passionate about. And if you would like some assistance with emotional eating or binge eating, 
reach out and contact me. We can schedule a free phone chat and move forward from there. You can visit my website, renewhealththerapies.com.au for more information. Thank you for listening today and I will speak to you soon.